All right. It is Lighthouse Shock Jock number seven. And I'm a little bit disappointed. My beach day today that I took the day off for from work on this random Wednesday got rained out. How could I have known? I took it two weeks ago with the intention of, you know, waking up at 4 a.m., going to the beach again, seeing the sunrise, just for the hell of it, just for the sake of it, and because it was fun. I did it a couple months ago, uh, got harassed by cops at like 6 a.m. right before it, right before the sun actually came up. And I guess apparently, uh, you know, I can say it. I can say it without risk of doxing myself. I ended up going to uh, the Cocoa Beach, the Cocoa Beach Beach, because that's the name of the city. And they don't get me wrong. They also hate being uh, associated. That's the word I'm looking for. They hate being associated with Cocoa itself. I guess there's a big rivalry between Coco and Coco Beach. This is the Central Florida area, by the way. Again, not zero doxing allowed. <laughs> so I got there at like 5.30 a.m. the first time. Meant to go do it again today, but got rained out. You can, you can probably hear it, too. Listen to that. Listen to that rain. It's been at this all fucking day. And all I wanted to do was wake up at 5 a.m. Actually, wake up earlier because it's it's about an hour drive. You can't pinpoint my location from saying Cocoa Beach isn't roughly an hour drive to an hour and a half. Nah, there's no way. And you know what? If you do, come at me. I don't give a shit. Come at me, demons. But a few uh, a couple months ago, like two... I tried to do it again, got harassed by cops at like 6 a.m. Because apparently there is a problem with homeless people on that beach. And I did see a couple of them. And I was curious as to why I got harassed. And I'm not going to say that the homeless people didn't. Because trust me, the homeless people were also getting harassed. It was kind of weird, like kind of walking down the beach. By the way, if you ever do walk down the beach at night... uh. It's dark as fuck. It is very, very dark. And the only thing that I could see was the little lights. You know how you'll turn your phone or the light on on your phone and you'll just kind of shine it around. And it's like seeing a flashlight in the darkness. It's pretty much the only thing. It's just I'll see two random flashlights just kind of shining around. Occasionally they would shine on me because this was before I got my hair cut. Too. And I kind of legitimately did maybe look like a homeless person. So I, I could see where the mistake was made. I could see where the mistake was made there. <laughs> Looked like a fucking 60s hippie before I cut my hair. Not that I don't look like one of those now, but. <laughs> so I was doing some walks up and down the beach, right? Just to anticipate when the sun was going to come up because I got there fairly early and also there was nobody around. There was another couple that got there that was just kind of fucking around, might have been on drugs 
because I'm telling you that that's a thing to do. By the way, I've done it before where, you know, you just kind of sit on the beach in the middle of the night. You may or may not have been on a uh, a drug of choice. This was years ago, which is why I wanted to do it again, but sober. And I'm walking up and down the beach, right, getting in the mood to watch that sun come up, just see the the beautiful, beautiful sun, which, by the way, there's like a 10-minute window right when it comes up that it's scarlet before it turns into that, like, orange color that, you know, you're not supposed to stare directly into in the middle of the day. The scarlet color from when it first comes up is beautiful. And then just seeing it, you know, right above the the line of clouds, because it was also kind of cloudy that day. Also, I lost my prescription sunglasses to the ocean. Unfortunate. But I was walking up and down the beach, right? And then I came back because at 7 a.m., is when you're supposed to start paying for the parking spot. Since I got there so early in the morning, I got one of the best parking spots. It's like right along the beach or and there's a line of like maybe 10 of them. And there's this app that you're supposed to download now because I guess technology beach technology has massively improved since then. I don't know. So I download this app pay for a couple of hours of parking because I'm trying to just, you know, hang out there for a little bit. Even after the sun comes up, just to, you know, get some sun on my fucking pale white ass skin. And while I'm coming back, there's this little like bridge that connects one parking area to another parking area that's covered in like beach fauna and plant life. And the cops, I happened to walk, be walking across that little bridgeway. And then the cops were walking in the other direction. And (laughs) I see that they're coming fairly far away because it's still dark at that point. And the only thing that I can see are, you know, those two cop flashlights. I didn't know that they were cops at that point. And I had a feeling that that's probably what they were. And either way, it looks kind of suspicious if, you know, you see the two flashlights and then they see that fucking homeless looking hippie idiot before I cut my hair, you know, it looks a little bit suspicious if they shine both of their flashlights on me and, you know, I see it and then go, oh, shit, and then just turn around and fucking walk in the other direction. That looks a little bit more suspicious. Plus, you know, my logic is that I'm I'm not doing anything wrong. What am I doing? And apparently I learned that they are trying to keep homeless people off the beach, right? You know, I passed them, talked to them a little bit. I'm sitting there just in my bathing... I was about to say bathing shorts, bathing suit, and uh, (laughs) don't know what a fucking bathing suit is called. I'm just sitting there in my bathing suit walking around because it's a little bit breezy, but it's still not hot enough to, you know, just be in basic beach weather, which is just shorts, bathing suit as the cat jumps on my desk. So I talked to them a little bit, and apparently they have an epidemic of homeless people just crashing on the beach before sunrise in the middle of the night. I didn't see that many of them. There were only like two or three, which to be fair, I am glad that they're on duty getting those people out of here 
but what about the compassion for homeless people? I really don't have any, honestly. Come at me for that opinion. I really don't care. But most of them are homeless, drug-riddled people by their own choices just because that they're low IQ and they don't, they can't, like, possibly fathom getting their life together and doing anything besides fucking grifting along the street and begging people for money to go buy drugs with. I, I'm sorry. I don't care. In fact, my, <laughs> my hot take is that, you know, just round them all up and throw them somewhere, throw them into somewhere that's basically prison without prison. Give them food and that's it. And a place to sleep, I guess, so that they're out of the public eye. I want to see beautiful things. I want to see beautiful streets, beautiful beaches, beautiful Americana roads. I'm tired of fucking homeless people with their stupid pretend. Half of them aren't even real homeless people. Half of them are just people that uh, kind of decorate themselves a little bit. They, you know, they do the prep. And I can see it, and you can see it. You know those homeless people that are, that as soon as the light turns red and the couple of cars build up at a red light, the homeless people that are already standing there with their fucking cardboard sign ready to go. And you'll see them do this little, like, come into Jesus with themselves. You'll see them, like, kind of fix themselves up a little bit and go, oh, yeah, all right, let me look my best before they'll get out there and walk at you and hold up their fucking sign that says a homeless veteran, which there's no shot. You're a fucking homeless veteran. You have so many fucking resources as a veteran to go and not be homeless. I don't get it, but I was all for him. And, <laughs> and then, you know, when you do the, the walk back, walk back across the bridge, when I did that, uh, I was hoping to not have to interact with these cops again, but I caught him talking about, you know, cop stuff. A little bit of gossip. Ooh, listen to that rain. Which ruined my fucking trip today. Thanks, rain. I wasted eight fucking hours of PTO to wake up at 4 a.m., which I did anyway. What was I talking about before? Oh, yeah. So I, I heard a little bit of the, the cop dr drama, too, which if you're thinking that, you know, I need to get out of here. I'm in a place that is just riddled with stupid ass drama and gossip and office politics and stuff like that. Let me just tell you right off the bat that exists everywhere. OK, that's everywhere that you could possibly go. Even, you know, manly kind of meathead chud cops are also standing there talking to each other about cop drama. And I caught a little bit of it. It was it was funny. They were talking about how, you know, they were expecting help from some other cop and some other cop was supposed to, like, take over this other cop's beat. And at least the little whiff of it that I caught before deciding, all right, let me let me walk away here, especially as the sun was starting to come up and you could see them. Sun sunlight must be like holy water to uh homeless people and it worked out to my benefit 
very greatly. It's like I just watched that eighties vampire movie, uh, Lost Boys, recently with Kiefer Sutherland and like Corey Feldman and all the eighties child actors that went on to do a bunch of drugs and just not have very good lives. Watched that recently. It's like the holy water from that movie, right? Where they splash holy water onto the vampire or the vampires, plural. And, you know, it starts doing that stereotypical movie thing where it starts to steam up and go, oh, my God, I'm a vampire and I'm getting blasted with holy water. What the fuck? And that's how it seems like sunlight works on homeless people, because all of a sudden, you know, as the sun's coming up, I go out into the water to check it out with my prescription sunglasses that I end up losing halfway through, just kind of sitting there and losing yourself in the waves hitting your back. You know, I paid specific attention to not lose these this time because I've lost prescription glasses to the fucking ocean before. So I stopped paying attention for like five minutes. Five minutes, I just kind of turned my brain off and not stare directly at the sun, but, you know, stare over at the horizon and watch all the good stuff and the boats and all the shit. Come on, rain. It's not enough that you ruined my day. Man, it's really coming down out there. You can probably hear it, too. A responsible podcaster would stop recording now and wait until it's not raining anymore, but... It's part of the atmosphere, goddammit. This is a spooky, spooky story. And... Eh, that's it. Whatever. A responsible podcaster would indeed stop recording and rec start recording later, but... Do I look or sound like a responsible podcaster to you? Pfft, no. No? But it was nice. I was hoping to do it again today, but you can hear it out there. You can hear it. It's coming down. It's terrible. This is going to be a shorter episode, by the way, because I mostly just wanted to get something out because it's been a couple weeks since the last one, and I'm not going to lie. I don't really have that much to say for this one. I do want to take, uh, I want to take this voice cell test that i saw on twitter over the last couple weeks or i guess x now thanks elon i want to take this test because i took it uh on my own as soon as i saw it it's this test basically that lets you record your voice and put your voice in which i get it it's probably some kind of data harvesting harvesting operation where they just take your data and sell it to, like, AI or some shit or the feds or whatever fucking conspiracy people have decided that it is. And then I made a thread talking about how, you know, spending a couple of days off social media makes you realize that there is actually a difference between social media, the world that you see on social media, and when you get out there and actually live life and see the reality of just what is out there. And I do also want to talk about a couple of the things that I want to do in Florida before leaving the state in a few months. We'll wrap up the stuff to do in Florida arc or the leaving Florida arc. I don't even know how to describe that. My Florida arc is coming to an end. And there's a couple of the things that I want to do and a few things that I realized that I haven't even 
done that are just straight common things to do in the state. I don't know. So uh, I guess before we start really getting into housekeeping, got to do, got to do that. Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping? Not now. Any of that? Housekeeping. Go away. <laughs> no, I will not go away. So if you haven't noticed, um, God, my brain's just completely scattered. We'll get to housekeeping in a second. You know what I think? What I thought was a good idea. I recorded like a twenty-minute segment before deciding to scrap it and saying, "All right, you know this is just straight fucking terrible." This one I'm just going to end up putting out, even if it ends up being as terrible or more terrible than the last one, because, you know, fuck it. Who cares? You're not going to get 10,000 hours of reps. Not doing that. But I decided that it was a good idea to go a couple of days consecutively without speaking a single word of importance to anybody. Basically, how my life works is I'm still on the sleep schedule of waking up at like 2, 3 a.m. So I can go to the gym and then end up going to sleep at like 6 or 7 p.m., which does leave the time that you normally speak to people, (laughs) you know, prime time. I'm usually sleeping during that time. And so I've gone the last few months without talking to many people. Mostly because I'm trying to do that monk mode thing where I just kind of isolate myself and work on stuff. To be fair, you know, a couple months of going to the gym four or five times a week and eating well. That, that's working out pretty well. My physical body is ugh, pumping. It is do, doing all right. But that seems to be coming at the expense of other things like having a social life and talking to people. I hate talking to most people anyway, so I don't know if I'd call that a trade-off. It's working fairly well. So I thought it was a good idea to try and record an episode of a podcast where I speak meaningfully about things, (laughs) allegedly, after a few weeks of not having any meaningful conversations with anybody and just somehow think think that that's going to be a good idea somehow think that you know my brain's just going to start recording it's going to press the record button and then all of a sudden be firing on all fucking cylinders kind of like I'm doing now <laughs> yeah it turns out it's uh not a good idea so housekeeping i guess i'm still working on the intro song that i talked about last time Instead, what I did was I made a metric fuck ton of new, I don't want to say animated backgrounds, because the bit is that if you're looking at these backgrounds from YouTube and from the postings of the podcast on Twitter, if you're looking at these backgrounds and you think that they're animated or you think that they're moving in any way, then look, I don't know what to tell you, man. You're on drugs. I straight up don't know what to tell you. None of these are moving. Uh, The sky is definitely not moving in this one. The waves are definitely not crashing on the rocks where the lighthouse is. I don't know what to tell you, man. The picture is not moving at all. And if you think that it is, I've got some news for you. You should probably check the water that you're drinking because it might be laced with drugs. And they may or may not be the ones that are 
uh, turning the frogs. Listen, gay. you son of a bitch. What the fuck's your problem? That's what I'm saying, Alex. I mean, check yourself before you wreck yourself. So instead of doing the thing that I should be doing, which is making the real intro for the show and doing all that kind of audio editing, instead what I've been doing is I've been having so much fun making these animated backgrounds. I have like 15 of them that will probably alternate and switch up maybe every few episodes or so. I've got a few favorites, a few really, really good ones in here. But for now, we'll stick with it. Stick with this one for the next few shows. I'll bring back the, let me see, where is it? I'll bring back the the default one because this one is, this one is the one that all the brand, the branding, all the branding is based off of the purple one. And also I just, I really like it. I like all of them. Don't get me wrong. I like all of them. Okay. But again, if you think they're moving, you're on drugs. I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> what else do I have? Oh, yeah. So I do have an interview coming up. Um, I used to do, I used to work for one of the, not the food delivery service things, but the people that keep our country running, right? The people that deliver your packages, the people that deliver your mail. I used to be one of those people a very long time ago. And apparently that world has kind of changed. And the conditions for the people that work in that environment is it's getting worse. It's getting significantly worse. And I thought it was already bad back when I had a terrible mindset when I was over there. But I got somebody, I know somebody that works for, I'll just say one of those companies. Again, it's going to be anonymous because a long time ago, like years ago, when I first started doing a different radio show, I made the mistake of not being anonymous and putting out a scathing series of interviews about that place. And uh, I got in trouble for it. So now we'll have the real juice, the real dirt from an anonymous interview. I don't know if that'll be next time or the time after, depending on when my stupid ass decides to record the next episode. I should probably get a little bit more consistent about recording episodes. I don't think one every couple weeks is doing it. Especially given that I'm kind of in this in-between period where I still don't really know if I'm even cut out to do a show like this or if I'm cut out to do this, this genre of work in particular. Turns out if I do, you should probably be doing it more often. Maybe I'll do like a 30-day challenge or something where I sit down and record an episode every single day for 30 days. I feel like if you can't do that, then <laughs> it's just fucked, right? It's fucked. Come on, Rain. You ruined my fucking beach trip this morning. Now you're ruining my goddamn podcast. It's really not. But you can you can understand how I would be slightly irritated with it. Right? Right? 
that's one of the I get that that's one of the easiest things that you can do in Florida, by the way, as I come up with my list for the stuff that I want to do. Now, as I've learned, Jesus, hot damn. I swear to God, if I lose power and lose this entire recording, will not be a very happy camper. But I'm finding that, you know, the closer I get to leaving this state, which it looks like it'll be around February or March of 2024. For the record, it's middle of September right now. And as I get closer to moving, as I close on like the six month ending arc of the Florida experience, I'm finding myself more and more uh, in the wondering column about the stuff that I haven't done in this state because I've lived here in Florida my entire life. I've been a Florida man born and raised. And as I come across more interesting sounding things, it gets me to think what you've lived in this whole state your entire life, a, a state that a lot of people around the country and around the world might be a little generous around the world are envious question mark that there's just so much stuff to do here that they can't in other parts of the world slash the country. And I've found that I have not really done a lot of them. And that seems to be how it goes, right? If you live, for example, if you live in an area that has a, a one of those big touristy type attractions and you've never done it yourself you kind of take it for granted a little bit like for instance i take the the theme parks in particular for granted even though the theme parks are just not anything that i am interested in at all and funnily enough the theme parks are not even on my list are not even on my florida bucket list for stuff that i want to do before i leave the state the thing that was more compelling to me was being on the beach and watching the sun at sunrise. That was more compelling to me than going to particularly Disney because fuck Disney. And also Universal, even though Universal is not really as bad. There's just there's not much that interests me about it. Like, look, once the Mario Land opens up, I might come back and go there. But for now, Jesus. Hot damn, is it coming down. Thanks a lot, God. If I wasn't recording a show, I would actually be sitting around enjoying it. Because I do like the terrible weather. It's like that thing that they say, if you don't like the weather in Florida, you just wait five minutes and then it'll change. <laughs> yuck, yuck. You know, the, one of those common turns of phrases. But I'm finding that uh, there's all this stuff out there that I've never really known about that I would like to do versus, you know, the, the very common stuff, right? You hear about all the common stuff in Florida, like the theme parks and the beach, even though, you know, the beach is not something that's exclusive to Florida. You could there's literally a whole fucking line of coastline along the east and 
kind of south and west of the country that you can go to. It's not like it's a Florida exclusive thing. And in fact, a lot of them are a lot of the beaches in Florida. A lot of the coastline is fucking terrible as it is. You got to find a select specific one. And watching the sunrise on it on the East Coast was already more compelling to me than going to see the theme parks. But there is some other stuff that I would like to do before I head before I head on out of here. One of the things, first of all, is you know what I realized recently? I've been doing a lot of thinking and I'm realizing that I've straight up never once been to Miami ever, period. And I get that it has this reputation of you know, it's a South Beach and it's where all the eh, how do I say this? Pretty much all Spanish speaking, even though don't get me wrong, I actually kind of know it. I <laughs> at least know enough. Keep in mind, years ago, I used to work at Walmart and there were only Spanish speakers in the department that I was in. And I'm still at 30 years old using Spanish that I learned in high school, which is kind of why I'm thankful that I had to learn it in high school, right? Because I learned enough of it to be really, really fluent at the time. I took like four years of it, well, three and a half, I guess, and learned enough of it to probably be considered fluent. And the longer, this is how it goes with languages, the longer that you go without having to use that language, the more you're going to forget it, obviously. And fortunately, there have been enough situations in life that have come up. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, as a Florida resident, you know, that is a skill that you will use fairly often. There are a lot, a lot of people that only speak Spanish around here. And, you know, you could do that thing where it's like, hey, you're in America, you learn English. But at some point, you've just got to come to terms with the reality that you're in, right? Which is that if you want to communicate with any of these people, then just meet them on their terms. There's nothing. You're not admitting defeat by doing that, right? Sure, they should be learning English, too. But, you know, at some point, you're going to have to realize, look, how do I want to get things done right here in reality, and turns out that learning Spanish is a fairly good way to do that. But I'm realizing that I've ne straight up never been to Miami. Never. Once. Even though, as we talked about last time, uh, one of those fears that's there is that, you know, as you get there, like, what are you going to do? What are you really going to do when you get there? And how do you even do... How do you even do that? Is it it's one of those cases where it's awkward to just like drive into it, not have any sort of particular goal and just kind of hang out and exist and loiter in the space. But it turns out that, you know, once you get past the fear of like, what the fuck am I going to do while I'm there? That's re that's really all you have to do, man. That's really all you have to do. So that's certainly on my list. Just kind of get in my car driving the couple hour trip down there and just driving around, even if it's just to see the beauty of it. I have no interest in 
South Beach, by the way. I know that's the really stereotypical Miami thing, but isn't that in one of the more upscale areas over there anyway? It's not really it's not really my my deal. It's not really my vibe, you know. It's not the vibe, man. Although don't get me wrong, I am sure there are just an overabundance of very, very hot people of both genders. <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> oh, by the way, I saw this clip. There's this social media. I can't show this on the stream or not on the stream. This is not a fucking live stream show. It's a it's a podcast, for God's sake. There is this uh, clip that went viral from some, you know, vids of Miami or some stupid engagement baity Twitter account that I saw a couple months ago that and this is something that scares me, by the way, is because everybody seems to think that this guy has a micro penis. But I, I you couldn't help it like. All right, let me let me set it up first. Basically, the, this clip went viral of this guy that was probably on drugs and might probably I mean, almost definitely on drugs of this guy at a Miami gym just kind of walking around naked and it was some stupid fucking viral clips of Miami or one of those stupid ass engagement baby accounts and everybody was making fun of this guy I even heard about this clip on the radio they talked about it and everybody was making fun of this guy for having a micro penis and he was just kind of walking around he was just walking around with his micro cock right out just kind of flapping because it's not long enough to where it kind of dangles, right? It's it's small enough to where even the flaccid version of it just kind of pokes out a little bit. And as he's walking around doing, interacting with people while he's on drugs at the gym, I guess. And everybody's just kind of looking down at his micro penis, like kind of smiling and cracking up a little bit. And I saw that clip and I'm like, you know what? That's not that small, right? I don't think that's a micro penis. <laughs> That doesn't say anything. It might be. I don't know. It might be. I obviously can't. Cannot show that clip. And will not show that clip. Maybe it's because the guy was in like insanely good shape too. Maybe not insanely good shape, but decent enough shape. I don't know. We got to stop the micro penis hate. <laughs> Even though I don't, really don't think that that was a micro penis, I'm not gonna pull it up and look at it again because then I, then I would have to search for the fucking micro penis viral clip, and you know I'm not doing that. I'm not even opening up an incognito tab and doing that. <laughs> nah, no, 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 no. So another thing that I like doing that I want to uh, do, or another aspect of art that I like doing that I want to do is I'm really into stained glass, right? The imagery is just so fucking cool. And I do like seeing artistic renditions of stained glass that is not exclusively religious, right? So apparently there's a where where is this? There's, hold on, I, I got it up here somewhere. It's this museum called the Morse Museum, and it's somewhere close to 
one of the places that I want to go to. I was about to say something that could be personally incriminating, but... And maybe I'm the lame one for finding out that a lot of the things that are on my Florida bucket list are just museums and shit like that and stuff that you just go out to see. Like, I love stained glass and I really love lanterns, right? Particularly like the Japanese or even Chinese lanterns. I have one that one of my friends got for me a long time ago when he took a trip to Japan and he, he knew that I liked lanterns and was like, all right, well, so what, what do you want? What do you want me to bring back for you? And I was like, oh, if you can find a lantern, I still have it. It's hanging up around here in the studio somewhere from like 10 fucking years ago. I'm not turning the camera on for this, but oh, there it is. I forgot where I hung it up for a second. Theater of the mind, baby. Theater of the mind. So this first one is called the the Morse Museum of American Art. Put this up on the screen for people. Um, it's this museum where there's a whole bunch of stained glass shit. And stuff like that is just fascinating to me. I love stained glass, man. Let's see. Of course, they have a gift shop, too. Oh, that's cool as fuck. I want to... I'm not saying that I would buy stained glass art, but I would buy stained glass art. Puzzles and playing cards of stained glass. That's cool as fuck. And I really do love the stained glass aesthetic where there's not fucking Jesus on it. Don't get me wrong. I love Jesus, too. But I like seeing like the aesthetically pleasing part of it. Like, I'm not trying to see Jesus get fucking crucified in stained glass form. I would like to see beautiful landscapes and other colors besides blood red from when the heathens crucified Jesus. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, that, that looks cool. I also want to see the... Uh, of course, it would take over the main window when I click on it. What other stuff do they have? There's apparently I saw pictures of it on their Yelp page where I guess you go into like this hallway and, you know, you can see the whole history of everything and stained glass and stuff like that. It's very cool. Very cool. So that's something I want to do. Louis Comfort Tiffany one of the most creative and prolific designers of the late 19th century characterized his life's work simply and elegantly as a quest for beauty. You know, I respect that. I respect that. There's not enough people out there that are aspiring to gather a whole bunch of beautiful things, especially as we move into a more like kind of postmodern and terrible world where everybody just wants to glorify ugliness and everybody kind of walks around with this fucking dopey-ass look on their face. I get that's not necessarily completely related to each other, but either way. Respect great men of history that aspire to create or gather beautiful things. Oh, another thing that I want to do is I talked earlier about how I love lanterns 
And there's a zoo over in Sanford, which is also kind of in the central Florida area, very far away from where I'm at. Like, I'm going to have to drive to go see this, but I still want to see it nonetheless. The Asian Lantern Festival presented by Publix, which, oh, man, if you don't know about Publix, if you're not a Southeasterner, Publix is our uh, cult-following grocery store. And don't get me wrong, it deserves every bit of cult-following that it gets because the people that work there don't fucking hate your guts and they're actually helpful, which is growing increasingly more rare nowadays. Back in my day, wagey employees were nice to you. They actually wanted to help you, man. That's just not how it is, man. Things were just better back then, man. But you go to Publix, and they they still have that. They still have that vibe over there. But I fucking love lanterns, and I want to go see this, too. This looks cool as shit. I also love colorful lights. Look at that shit. That looks fucking awesome. I'm picking very off-the-beaten-path type stuff to do. Which, by the way, if anybody has any different suggestions for stuff to go see, especially if you're in the Florida area and you know of some cool stuff to do. Like, I've, I've already gotten a couple of things checked off the list. Like, to go see the sunrise on the East Coast of the beach while not on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, my, as you can hear, Second trip was kind of ruined. It was ruined now. But I do want to go see some of that, uh, some of those lanterns and some of that stained glass stuff. I also, oh, there's this thing in St. Augustine called Knights of Lights, which again, St. Augustine is pretty far away from me. So I'm going to have to go drive to it. And a lot of this stuff seems to happen around Christmas time because the month of December is the only time that we have to not want to step outside and immediately kill ourselves from from how hot it is. It's one of the reasons why I cut my hair, too. So it's just unbearable. But look at how cool some of that stuff looks. And again, if you're watching on YouTube or on Twitter, then you can see some of the the pictures. But if you're listening to the podcast, then basically what they'll do is in the middle of the St. Augustine Square, they just decorate it all with white lights. They'll cover every possible fucking thing including the like these public transportation type trams that they have they'll cover all that stuff in lights and i just want to see beautiful things i just want to see cool things oh and and this one's a free event it starts november 18th of this year so that's just a couple of of the things that i want to go go see might also go see uh, one of the home NFL teams play again. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I don't give that much of a fuck about football, honestly. But the one that I went to a couple years ago, the home game, made me a fan of that team. Because it was just fun. I'm telling you, football fans are like, half passionate and half legitimately crazy because they're that passionate. 
I don't know. So if you have any other suggestions for stuff that I could do, stuff to go see, want to go do all of that stuff. And I also want to just take a casual drive down to Miami, man, just to see what's going on over there. See all the the tech crypto people. See them all just fucking inject ketamine directly into their system so that they can continue to operate in the crypto space. Everglades seem kind of overrated, TBH. And I also do not want to get eaten by an alligator. I've never seen one in the wild, by the way. I get that, you know, they're they're out there and they're doing alligator stuff and eating babies and eating dogs, eating little poodles. I've never actually seen one out there out in the wild. Not that that's on my not that that's on my list. But would like to go do that at some point. Anyway, if you do have any suggestions, then, I don't know, send me an email. Send me, like, a DM on Twitter, or you can email me, uh, lighthouseshockjock at protonmail.com, and I'll read it. You can also feel free to tell me how much you hate me and how much you hate the show, which I also enjoy reading those, too. Don't get me wrong. But if you know of stuff to do around Florida that's kind of in similar vein to what we were talking about and what I was showing you, then let me know because it could be fun stuff. Definitely want to go do all this shit in the next six months before I leave the state. And as I come to realize that, you know what, there's actually a lot of stuff that I missed out on. And I swear to God, if anybody tells me, go, go to the theme parks, like, no, I'll let the tourists from families that have saved up for years do that. I'll let them do that. One of the only planes, plane rides that I've ever taken out of the state and back to the state uh, had a fuck ton of those people, right? We were flying back into Orlando from Arizona. Went to Arizona for a summer. And on the way back, it was this very stereotypical dad that looks like he has no involvement in the family that works in an office that spends 10, 12 hours a day at the office, two little girls. And they're talking about how they saved up for fucking years to go to Disneyland like everybody else does. And they were also on that same flight back. Wait, how does, how does that make sense? No, they weren't. I remember talking to him twice, but I don't think it was on the same flight back. I don't know. Maybe it was at the airports both times. I don't because that doesn't work out logistically. They were f- flying from Phoenix to Orlando. I'm not even going to sit here and work, work that out in my head. I don't fucking know. I don't care. <laughs> not even going to work out how that memory is possible. But anyway, yeah, if you have any suggestions, then let me know, whether it be through a comment on wherever the fuck this is posted or hate mail. You spend like three fucking paragraphs scathing about how you hate everything 
and then the one paragraph at the end going, oh, by the way, if you want any suggestions for stuff to do, this is this is a cool thing. <laughs> that sounds like a realistic piece of hate mail, right? Anyway, uh, I'm going to take a break and then come back and talk about the... Oh, take that, take that voice cell test because I took it on my own and it went viral a couple weeks ago. And so I saved it for the purpose of taking it on the air, of course, with everybody. Took it myself where, you know, you could practice having as deep of a voice as possible and speak in your deepest voice that might not necessarily be exactly how deep your voice is naturally in natural conversation. So we'll find that out as I have a natural conversation with you guys and myself and not try to game the system. (laughs) And then I do also want to talk about that thread that I posted. Well, not a thread, but the thing that I said that I would elaborate on, on Twitter, which is the fact that taking time off social media will actually significantly increase your life because as you fall into this like pattern of reading hateful people and you fall into this pattern of like, you basically become a product of a lot of the stuff that you consume. Right. And if all the stuff that you consume is all negative doomerism, then that kind of leads you to believe that that's just how life is. And that just leads you to believe that that's how the nature of everything in life is around you. Right. And when you kind of unplug yourself from that a little bit, then you see how terrible everybody is. And you can also tell exactly who on Twitter actually leads a real life and whose commentary is based on a real place and is not just like LARPing, grifting. I don't know. Also, I'll shove an an energy energy drink into my system during the break to, you know, fucking pump up that energy. And maybe the rain will stop. We'll see. Anyway, back in a second. All right, I'm back. And rather than take that voice cell test, I might do that too. Or talking about the social media shit, which I feel like I've already covered. I'm going to delete that post that I made that said I'll talk about it more on the next podcast episode because, you know, I, I don't care anymore. But I went to the the I was about to say supermarket. No, I went to the corner store. Is that a thing that people say? Convenience store, corner store? Maybe that's a regional dialect. But that's what we call them around here. But I went there during the break to you know, get a couple of energy drinks to inject into my system and to also have one ready to go for when I wake up at 2 a.m. and go to the gym. (laughs) I'm too addicted to them. Even when I first wake up, I still need one to go pump some iron, bruh. But I saw that the the Powerball is up to like $700 million right now, which is big big money don't get me wrong but i remember back a few months ago like towards the beginning of the year remember when uh 
it was up to like two billion dollars or something like that and it was really record-breaking and we saw some idiot won it in california and then you know it it just kind of falls off we don't really hear much of what happens after that but it turns out i was a little bit curious as to who won that or what even ended up happening to the guy because you hear the you know the common knowledge right that like it's winning the lottery is not as cracked up as it seems and most people are just too stupid that they end up throwing their life away and kind of wasting it all and everybody in their immediate surroundings just turns into complete leeches and you you know how it goes and it turns out that the guy that won the two billion dollar powerball back in february i had to bring up a couple of stories about this because i was just curious as to how this worked out turns out that guy is probably going to join the list of people that will likely be financially ruined in a couple of years and i'll get to this story about some of the things that he's spending his money on this guy edwin castro in a couple minutes especially because i saw a picture of this guy and it just ruins the mystique and the mystery of what happens to lottery winners, right? Because one of the one of the common adages of things in life is that it seems like the more desperate you are for something, the less likely it is to happen to you. And then the more you just seem to not really give a fuck about something, the more uh, abundance that thing seems to have in your life and it goes this way about you know if you're trying to get into relationships if you're trying to get women out there if you're trying to get money shit like that if you just stop caring about it it seems like that's when most of it pops up and i got one good look at this guy and his physiognomy just straight up does not check out this is look at this guy this is edwin castro and I don't know, man. It kind of ruins the mystique of the stereotypical lottery winner. Like, I don't know, man. He he just looks like a guy that's going to make some of these purchases that we'll get to here. Like, and this is not out of envy, by the way. It's just, I don't really give a fuck about any of this stuff, but, or about the idea of winning the lottery. Like, you just know that that's already not going to happen. Plus, apparently... I have somebody in my family that has won, like, in the, I don't exactly remember how much it was. It was definitely in the eight figures, like, years ago in our family history. And she did that thing that every other lottery winner did, which is just fucking blow it away on crack and expensive crack, what have you. But I don't know. This guy just looks so damn hateable. It's almost kind of hard to root for him and very easy to root against him and hope that his life just kind of falls apart. Not that I want to put that energy out there, but this guy just does not seem like the type of person that has any sort of self-restraint. Like, look at him. He's fat, has a neck beard. Very ugly nose, too, but that is not something that you can control. So I will refrain from making a joking comment about how long and incredibly ugly his nose is. <laughs> but 
I was curious because we heard a lot about that $2 billion Powerball a few months ago back in like February, March-ish or whenever it was about how record-breaking it was and how amazing it would be to win it. And it turns out that this guy is buying $47 million LA mansions just casually. And this was apparently the third major California real estate purchase that he's made. And you add all that stuff up. I wouldn't be surprised if he... It was something already like uh, got $100 million, something like that, gone. And you also have to keep in mind, by the way, that even if you take, let's say, $2 billion, and California has a metric fuck ton of state taxes, too. So I would guess he probably won somewhere around after taxes and that fee that gets taken off when you take the lump sum. I, I, I would guess it was something near the like six seven eight hundred million dollar figure and given the real estate purchases that he's already made at this point there's probably like a good one sixth to one seventh of his entire winnings just gone there right off the bat and what people that come into money don't really realize is you're gonna get fucked by like property taxes and shit like that. Sure, it sounds great right now. The splurging on the $47 million compound in Bel Air, which was one of the three real estate purchases that he's made so far. And this guy is only 31 years old, too, which that's a long life ahead of him to be making terrible mistakes. It's got DJ turntables, a champagne tasting room, a suspended glass walkway, a wine cellar, and a theater with walk-in closets, sitting areas and bedrooms, and an enormous koi pond in the entry area. Like, this guy looks like he's a forever loner, too. Like, why would you need this kind of shit? And it's impossible for anyone of you or me to say, like, what we would do if we won the lottery like that. But I have a feeling that, you know, a $47 million California abode probably not on that list i don't know oh oh it does say here that the one-time lump sum payment of 997 million dollars was what he took and then i can imagine after after taxes i was i was probably fairly right on the money there like between six seven hundred million dollars something like that like look at this you're one guy man i don't get how one guy needs all of this and this isn't this definitely is not coming from a place of envy like i get it if I, if I had infinite money i would also buy a house too don't get me wrong but you know at some point there's just too much house man there's too much house that that you could do stuff with there's like look at this that must be the koi pond over there you're going to get fucked in maintenance costs. You're going to get fucked in property taxes. Like, you're going to end up spending much more of it. Oh, that's a cool view, though. Look at that. Overlooking LA like that. But you're just going to get fucked, man. I don't get it. Yeah, he has spent a combined around $76 million in real estate. So, oh, and a classic $250,000 vintage Porsche. So he's just out there throwing money left and right. And I can imagine getting leached off of by everybody in his immediate circle. 
I don't know, the mystique of what happens to these lottery people just seems to go down hearing that, you know, they're trying to essentially be a celebrity. I don't know. I'm just curious. Did end up getting a ticket, though, for the $700 million one. Look, if I won $700 million, which, you know, after you take off all the taxes and all that shit, I can imagine it would be like two, $300 million, something like that. Yeah. It's obviously easy for me to say, but you just take half of that and you slam it in fucking treasury bills. And you literally make like a million dollars and a half a year from, I don't want to say dividends. I don't even know if that's the right term. <laughs> then I'd buy an LCS franchise for $10 million just because. Anyway, so one more thing I want to get to. I'll get to it fairly quickly and then kind of wrap it up here because I did want to do did want to do a shorter episode today. Especially as I realized that during the last segment, some of the audio settings on the audio board were just totally fucked up. But it's okay, I fixed them for the last 15-20 minutes of the show. <laughs> There's this test that went viral over the last couple of weeks. It's called Voice Cell. You can go to it at uh, voicecell.org and it's this test that you can take where you input your voice or you can turn it on and like record uh, your microphone or whatever audio input you're using and it'll tell you whether or not you're a voice cell or whether or not you're a giga chat and it basically records the pitch of your voice right and it has four uh, four meters four different like rating scales right where between this certain amount and this certain amount you're a deep voice giga chat i remember i don't remember exactly then you're just a regular chat and then you're like a voice cell or you're a voice cell and it's totally all fucking over and don't get me wrong this website is just a data gathering scheme probably to sell it to some fucking grifting company to promote somebody's personal brand because you got to get your personal brand ha <laughs> he it was made by some some podcast team and it does it uses voice frequency which is a range of audio frequencies used for the transmission of speech and oh they took the they took the plug they were selling somebody or they were selling like this random supplement when i took it a few days ago on my own, you know, where I would sit here and like put on the deepest fucking voice that I possibly could. And when I did that, that one gave me the deep voice giga chad rating, of course, right? But that doesn't always capture your regular tone of voice, right? You know, you could sit there and on purpose try and make it as deep as possible, you know, within reason. And you could also not cheat if you wanted to and that's what i want to do right because i feel like it, it would be my voice would be a little bit higher if i were to not cheat i don't know if it would, it's full not giga chad or voice cell 
level, but all right, let's let, let me put the official record up here. Your voice says a lot about you. This tool accurately measures your voice frequency and analyzes it to determine if you're a voice cell or not. This tool is designed to help you understand your voice and how it is perceived by others. Please speak loudly and clearly while we record your voice for 10 seconds. Oh, I guess I could uh guess I could record it while um while I'm explaining it. All right. Just for the fuck of it. Let's do it. Please speak loudly and clearly while we record your voice for 10 seconds. We don't store any recordings or results. Yeah, right. It seems fairly likely. Oh, no. Oh, no. Your median was 123 hertz. You're a certified voice cell. <laughs> there's no fucking way. There's, there's no shot. I took this earlier. And got 85. I got exactly 85, which was a deep voice chat. And don't get me wrong. I was doing that thing where, you know, you just you, you sit there and you use as little vocal inflection as possible. All right. You know, let, let, let's try it again. Let me try and cheat. I'm going to try and cheat again this time. Because there's no way I'm actually a voice cell. Like, you hear fucking soy boys out there that have ridiculously high voices, and there, there's no way. that 123 would be one of those. It says if you're 85 or lower, you're a deep voice Chad. 100 or lower, you're just regular Chad. 130 or lower, and you're a voice cell. And then greater than 155, that's, you know, it, it's all over. And this site earlier was trying to, to hawk some random supplement which is now no longer on the site maybe they're trying to give it actual credibility who knows i don't know that th these test results don't sound very credible to me all right here we go not bothered by this at all <sighs> let's go again let's do it again <sighs> deep breaths deep breaths all right let's do it again this is the one where i'm pretending to be npr and I'm doing that Family Guy bit where it's not enough signal. Come on, not enough signal, really? Try again or switch to a microphone of higher fidelity. I, I got higher fidelity for you right here on Zip's pants. Oh, no. It's already saying like 135. What, what am I going to have to do for this? How, how could I have taken it earlier and it said that I was 85? I, I was almost doing that exact voice here. I think there's a conspiracy at play here. Sounds like a conspiracy. All right, let's do it again. I'll turn my microphone up a little bit just for this. All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, get that out of the way. In the spirit of Howard. All right. What does it want me to say? I am currently testing my voice. My favorite color is blue. That's not true at all. It's actually kind of true. Wow. What? 210. There's no way. There's no way this is accurate at all. Maybe it's the way that my sound system is set up here. In fact, this one was even better. This one was even deeper than the last one. This has got to be fake. This is almost certainly got to be fake, right? Right? 
It's also fake because my favorite color is not blue at all. 112, all right. That's not too bad, but <laughs> it's calling me mid. How fucking dare you? Voicecell.org. All right. Here we go. One more time. I am currently testing my voice. My favorite color is blue. Again, that's also a lie. The sky is sunny. Hey, not enough signal. Come on. Come on. All right. I'll, I'll try it one more time. I'll try it one more time to try and get close to that, that 85 that I got earlier. Look, it doesn't count. If I don't get it on the show and I'm just sitting there doing it by myself, it, it doesn't count. Even though it's the best result that I've got and that means it does count. All right, let's do it again. Oh, excuse me. Uh, uh, all right, pumping it up. Let's do this. Let's do this, everybody. There is most certainly enough signal. Surely, surely to get it this time. My favorite color is not indeed blue. Not enough signal. What? Come on. This is a fucking scam. Everything's a scam. Everything in life is a fucking scam. Everything in life is fake. All right, let's do it again. <sighs> My favorite color is blue. The sky is sunny. My voice is loud and clear. I'm using a proper... What? How can there not be enough signal? All right. Like, the, vo the, the waves are moving on this. My favorite color might be green, but, you know, I'm also greater than six years old like that. What? 122? That's bullshit. Straight up bullshit. All right. You know what? Fuck this. Fuck this. I swear to God, I took it earlier and got exactly 85. Plus, you know, this website is kind of engagement baiting nonsense anyway, so. I'm not surprised that it's fake. Everything on social media is fake. Anyway. That's pretty much all I got for for this episode. I'll try and record episode 8 within the next couple days. That way it's not a solid couple of weeks in between shows. Still don't really know if this is my calling or not, but... Everybody in life tells me that this is what I should do. Maybe everybody in life is just a fucking liar. <laughs> I don't know. Wasn't that inspired by much of anything today. Yet I still sat here and recorded a fucking show. I don't know why. It's been long enough. It's been long enough since doing anything. Anyway, that'll that'll do it. Oh, that's not even the right outro, outro music. That would be this one. Not editing that out. Come at me. But yeah, you can follow me on X at Whitehouse underscore SJ. If you want to catch the YouTube VODs, it is at Whitehouse Shock Jock on YouTube. 
podcast platforms. It's Lighthouse Shock Jock. Also, although I imagine you're already on one of them if you're even listening to this. I hate doing plugs. I hate everything. That's not true. Anyway, I'll see you all next time. Love you. Bye. Remember you all in therapy.